This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello and thanks for joining me. It's Friday the 14th of May and here's the very latest on travel and destinations from the Green List. Today, well, with three days remaining before the ban on international travel is lifted, we still don't know if Portugal, which is after all, the only major viable tourist destination will welcome British holidaymakers. If you're tempted to get away, though, I've got the full starters in the race to the sun that begins at dawn on Monday. And there's a call from the First Minister of Wales to holiday at home this year. So what a day it has been. I've spent pretty much most of the morning trying to find out what is happening with Portugal. Just a reminder, from Monday the 17th of May, you will be able legally to leave the country, something that's been impossible for 19 weeks. That's terrific news, except that there are, of course, many tangled rules and requirements in the way. First of all, does the country you're going to actually want you? And many of them have said, yes, we will take you as long as you meet these criteria, typically for having a jab or being tested. Others are saying, no, we don't want you. Some are saying, yep, yeah, you can come in if you've had two jabs. And that includes Iceland. Now, Iceland is relevant because it's the only large feasible European country on the green list, apart from Portugal. This green list includes quite a lot of places that won't let us in or are unfeasible to get to, but it also includes three European destinations, Portugal, Iceland and plucky Gibraltar. Now, we're pretty clear that you'll be able to get into Gibraltar without any problem at all on Monday and the only issue I think there is going to be um, shortage of accommodation, really, because uh, there are a limited number of beds and you cannot go and stay somewhere on the other side of uh, the Spanish border without turning yourself into an amber person requiring self-isolation when you come back. So there's also Iceland, which could be interesting, but almost everybody is going to be going to Portugal. Or are they? Let me tell you what's been happening. Yesterday, the Portuguese government extended the state of calamity that the country is in. At the same time, it didn't do anything about the fact that holidaymakers are hoping to go there from the UK and everything's got a lot more complicated since we left the EU. And some media reports have conflated the two things, saying they've extended the state of calamity. They haven't said that we can travel. Therefore, we can't travel till the end of the month. That conclusion is not an accurate one, I believe, from the many people I have talked to. Uh, one senior 
tour operator who's been running trips to Portugal for many years tells me that there is actually a piece of paper sitting on a desk in Lisbon waiting to be signed and that as soon as it is, British people will be able to go in. And look, I've been <laughs> keeping everyone waiting as late as I possibly could to see if my responses were going to be met by from the Portuguese tourism authorities. I've been camping out at the Portuguese embassy in London to see if I could get any sense of what was going on. But unfortunately, I haven't. My sense, and I'm going to give you some odds here, is that it is 90% likely that me and everyone else who's hoping to go to Portugal on Monday will be able to go from the UK, but there is no absolute certainty. If you are going to go, well, let me tell you how the race to the sun looks. I've been checking out all the airlines and their schedules to find out who is going to get you to that much-missed beach, and this assumes that we will be let in. So very first out of the blocks is Ryanair from Manchester to Faro. That's the airport for the Algarve, and they have a, a flight that is going to be touching down at 9.05. And that, I think, means that you could, with a, yeah, if you get through fairly quickly, you could be on the beach at the Praia de Faro um, by 9.30, nursing a Sagres beer, or indeed, much better idea, a cup of coffee. I should be getting in half an hour later at 9.35 on the flight from Faro. If I'm not on that, then the chances are I will be switching to Gibraltar, and there's a flight on British Airways which gets in at 10 past 5, sorry, 5 past 10. That will be 10 minutes ahead of the very first flight from Gatwick to Funchal in Madeira with TUI. That gets in at 10.15 in the morning. An easy jet for once, not really ahead of the pack. I'm getting in at 11.50 from Luton. So that's how the flights stack up. There's also been a huge amount of development in terms of the Champions League final and the match, of course, we think is now going to be staged in Porto, beautiful northern city of Portugal. We don't absolutely know for certain, but that looks pretty likely. Chelsea and Manchester City fans, 6,000 of them each, we're still waiting to find out if they are going to be forced to stay in a bubble, which will be very difficult and very expensive, not least for all the many people who've already booked flights with the airlines who've been laying on extra capacity. So, meanwhile... The First Minister of Wales has been urging people not to go abroad, even though that ban on international travel is lifted from Monday. This is Mark Drakeford, and he's confirmed that the country has adopted the same traffic light system as England. That means, of course, red list. You're in hotel quarantine for 11 nights. Amber list, that's 10 days of self-isolation for you. And green, no quarantine, but a couple of tests. But he said there are particular concerns and he described Portugal as well as Israel and Singapore as marginal. And he says when people from those countries come back, they will get some extra assistance from our public health authorities, additional access to testing to make sure that if people do decide to travel to those destinations, we can all be confident they're safe when they get back. Now, you might be thinking, well, if he doesn't want people to go, which he's absolutely said, 
and he wants extra tests when they do get back. Why doesn't he just ban it? Well, he made it absolutely clear that as with Scotland, it's impossible if borders are open within the UK. You cannot tell people in Wales, don't go to Bristol or Birmingham or Manchester and get on a flight. But he did say, my clear advice to people in Wales has been, this is the year to take your holiday in Wales. We've got fantastic opportunities to take a holiday, take advantage of them. And I can absolutely sympathise with him. The more that travel is supposed to open up, the more complicated it looks. And particularly with this Portuguese business, well, I'm afraid it looks increasingly like last year when there was so much uncertainty around about what you could do. So it's an extraordinary state of affairs that we are so... Uh, at a loss to know what's happening. Um, But that is what the Portuguese government has decided. I will hopefully bring you up to date tomorrow and hopefully bear some good news for once. But for now, thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and review if you can. And please subscribe to my new weekly travel email, Simon Calder's Travel Week, which is also free and packed with money-saving insider tips, such as this week, how to get from Manchester to London by train for £35 return. Anyway, you can sign up for that at independent.co.uk forward slash newsletters. And don't forget, all the latest news is available 24 hours a day at independent.co.uk. Thanks so much for listening. Talk tomorrow. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.